Tonight we're going to cover just a few things, probably not that important to you, probably not anything that you've ever thought about. Not not big, big Reisachim. Simple questions. Like, I have a question for you. So many Torah, Mitzvahs, Avedis Hashem, so many laws and rules and restrictions. Simple question. What's the purpose of all of it? In 45 minutes from now, you're going to know the answer. You ever think about that? I can't do this, and I have to do this, and this ceremony, and these laws, and that laws. I can't eat. Yes, eat, and then wait, and dress, and titsis, and Shabbos, and smoke, and don't smoke. What is the purpose of all Torah, Mitzvah, and Avedis Hashem? Yeah, Shabbos, you can't smoke, and then you have to be good smoke, and cook, and you can't cook, and you want to go to this thing, and there's so many restrictions. It's like somebody's just tying you up over and over and over again. You feel so like, why? So you need to know why, right? So does anybody know the answer before we start? What is the purpose of all of Taira, Mitzvahs, and Avadis Hashem? To be a happy man. So how could you be a happy man by somebody tying you down and restricting you? Because you're close to Hashem. Why is that? It's not tying down. Don't say things that your Rebbe told you that you know that you're supposed to repeat. I want to know what you really think. You want to be tied down? We'll tie you down right here. Like Avraham Avinu tied down Yitzchak, except this time no Malach's going to say stop. Come on, what's so, what, what's so good about this? A lot of restriction? Reward. What's the purpose? That's what we're going to find out tonight. Reward, could be. Another question I have for you. What is the tachlis of a Yiddish life? Very nice. You're going to work. You're going to work in order to make money. You're going to make money in order to buy things. You're going to buy things in order to have things. You're going to have things because what? A Jewish life. You do mitzvahs so that way you get scared. You get scared. What is the tachlis of your... What's the point of it all? You're doing so many things. Let's talk about physical world. Forget about things for a minute. What is the purpose of your physical life? It's really... You're busy with stuff. You're, going, you're getting up in the morning means you have to go to sleep the night before because i got to get up because i got to go to work. i got to go to work because i got to... What's the, what's the, where's the goal? I gotta make money. I gotta be busy, I gotta make money. What am I gotta make money for? Because money will bring me. Happiness. No, money doesn't bring happiness. Of course. But it certainly puts you in a better class of misery. So I gotta feel, you feel fulfilled by having money in your bank account? Okay. I gotta buy things, I gotta buy things, it makes me feel good, I gotta feel good because, what is the goal? We're so busy doing. Enjoying life? Quit your job and go to the beach. So that's you work. You work half your life and then you chill half your life. You know anybody who ever did that? You know anybody who ever worked till he was fifty and then at fifty years old quit his job and went to the beach every day and used his money for, for soda? Yeah. You know anybody retire and Eden retire? Yeah. It's like retire. Eden don't retire. That Eden by fifty years old you have to you have to work triple hard. You're supporting not just your kids but the stupid kids they married and then you've got to support your grandchildren who need to buy the nice stuff while your father sits and learns while your daughter works. You know any Zayda who quit working? and said that the kids should support me? I don't think so. So, that's another thing that we're going to have an answer in about 45 minutes. What's the tachlis of a Yiddish life? We get dressed a certain way, we talk a certain way, we text a certain way, we PBM a certain way. What is the purpose of all of this life? Serve him. He doesn't have servants? God wanted somebody to serve him, he wouldn't ask us to serve him because angels can make a much better coffee than a human ever could. He needs service? He can just go ahead, snap his fingers, a thousand servants. 
going to serve him all day long. And they're never going to screw up, and they're never going to cause him any agmas nefesh, and they're never going to have to make him cry. You know, it says that when the Mesa Mikdash was destroyed because of our sins, Hashem went and cried. We make Hashem cry. The Mistarim Tifkenafshi. What does he need it for? Servants? Are we such great servants? So that's another thing that we're going to know in the next 45 minutes you're going to have answers to all these questions. You're going to leave here, you're going to be on the train and someone's going to say, hey, Chemyankul, what is the point of all these Torah And you're going to know the answer. And from now on, when you do Torah you're actually going to know what you're doing. Now, that was my introduction. If you want to stop now and walk out, that's fine. But you won't, you won't know the answers to these questions. You won't know what everything is about. The guy says, hey, shake the lulav. Why? I don't know. Chanukalech. Why? I don't know. Purim, get drunk. Nobody asks why. Put him get drunk, you got it. <laughs> right? Everybody says, why not? Why only put him? Why only one day? Right? You know the story with Haman, right? He says, really, Haman wanted to take the whole month to destroy the Jews. Why would he destroy all the Jews only in one day? He could do much more damage in a month. But he knew that it's possible that he'll lose, and God will save the Jews, and then the Jews are going to make a holiday and be happy. And he didn't want them that they should be, Nishvaginen, uh, that they should be happy for a whole month. So he said, okay, I'll risk it on one day. Okay. This is everything Jewish. The purpose of all of the Torah, all of the mitzvah's commandments, all of the service to God, He has sogas bechinas dveikus pashem. You got it right. It is to comprehend a kind of concept of being connected to God, and to feel close to God. To me, being close to God is good. Now, what's pretty amazing is that people are doing a lot of Torah mitzvahs and about Hashem, and they don't feel close to God. Because they're not doing it to be close to God. They're doing it because they think they have to do it, or for some other reason, or to impress somebody. But when you know what you're doing, you're going to feel close, because this is the vehicle. It's the vehicle of getting close to God. So, if you know that I'm going to get close to somebody then you'll do it differently. Now, i got a question. You ready? All right, let's say you want to go ahead and you want to get married. You want to get married to a girl. What do you do in order to get married to a girl? To a girl? For a girl? Well, sorry? You, if she's a stranger, you can't ask her to marry you. you got to get to know her. Because you've got to find out what does she like and what does she not like. And then, once you know what she likes and what she doesn't like, you can try to bond with her, get close to her, connect to her, then you can talk about marriage. Correct? Let's say she tells you, you know what, I have asthma. Okay, you know she has asthma. The next date is tomorrow night. You borrow this car from your friend, the hottest car. It's like two-door Audi, you know. It's amazing. All right? And... Well, it's not hot enough? It's good. It's a cool car. Come on. Yeah. Two-door Audi. Okay. Will you borrow Ellie Levitin's Porsche? Okay. It's a Porsche? Yeah. Okay. Porsche. Borrow the Porsche. Yeah. And you take it first, you take it to the car wash. And you shine it. And you tell them, listen, here's a hundred bucks for this car wash because this is my, my big chance. I want to get close to this girl. Okay. She's my everything. She's my big ticket out of here. I really want to get close to her. And you pay, and they scrub it, and they scrub it, and you go ahead, and you take a shower, and you take an actual haircut, really, and you take an actual right. shave, okay, because you wouldn't show up like that. And you put on an actual shirt, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you're looking great. You look in the mirror, and it's like, woo! Facebook, all your buddies are commenting, you look great, you look great, right? 
and you go to pick her up. She gets in the car, you're so happy, you start going to the city where you're going to go, and have a great time, and you pull out your cigarette, and you start smoking. She says, I'm sorry, i got to leave. She gets out of the car, because she has asthma. And if she has asthma, then she just can't be there with the cigarette smoke. It's a choice you make. If you want to be close to her, can't smoke. If you don't want to be close to her, smoke away, baby, because she's just going to leave. So what we're going to learn now, the first thing is that you can't get close to Hashem unless you know what He wants, what He likes. Now Hashem needs nothing from us. And before there was a Torah, imagine this, imagine that there's no Torah in Mitzvah. Ah, you could eat whatever you want, you could do whatever you want, you could sleep with whoever you want, you could do whatever you want. Feel good? Now, what if I told you now that you could have a much better life by being close to God? And let's say you decided, you know what? It makes a lot of sense. Go be close to God. How? How could you be close to God? So you're going to go ahead and you start shaking the lulav and esrik. There was no tire, no mitzvahs. God never commanded you to shake a lulav and esrik. You just think, you know what? I'm going to take this funny looking lemon. I'm going to shake it. That's not going to get you close to God. What can you do if there's no tire, mitzvahs, and this Hashem? God never said anything. Never gave us a rule book. Never gave us a Bible and said, I like this and I don't like that. Okay? How do you get close to God? Wait. No Torah, no mitzvahs were ever given to mankind. You want to get close to God, let's say, okay, because you decide that that's going to be a better way to live. Right. How can you do it? What could you do for God to get close to Him? You don't know what to do. Hey, man, wrap some black straps around your arm. What? Well, why would I wrap around? I just feel that if I just wrap this blood pressure thing around, it's going to work. Well, I don't know what should I put in. Let me put some, some instructions inside. What? How are you going to get close to God? You know what? Tuesdays, I think I'm going to rest I just feel like Tuesdays, I shouldn't work. I'm going to get close to God. I'm going to eat cooked beans. I think that that's going to work for me. So how can you get close to God? Hashem understood that He created us, and we have no way to get close to God. Now, just to give us a little of an idea, let's say this earpiece represents the person. Okay? Now, what would represent God? We want to attach this to, let's say, this. No, that's not big enough. We want to attach this to the Empire State Building. This and the Empire State Building have to connect. This little earpiece has to connect to the Empire State Building. How are you going to do that? Bluetooth. Bluetooth. How are you going to do that? They can't connect. They can't collect. Hashem came up with a solution. I'm going to give you an example, and you tell me if this is not the best example you ever heard in your life. Ready? Okay. Anybody have a cell phone? I have a cell phone too. Now my battery went dead. How do I charge? How do I get a charge into my battery? Well, somebody told me, I need electricity. So I went over and I drove to the electricity nuclear power plant where all the electricity comes from, okay? And I went over and I said, I need a, I need a charge. I went over to this huge thing. I put my phone on there. Right in my hair looks like Shirley's. Ta-da! Yeah, I got a haircut tomorrow. <laughs> no, I'm not done with you. Yeah, I'm not yet. We'll take away our fun. Okay, boom. Okay, blew your shirt off. And you just, like this. You got trim right here. Totally fried. Why? Because it's too powerful. You can't connect your phone to the nuclear power plant of the United States of America. Ah, so they came up with an idea. We're going to water it down. So what they do is they connect big, the big plants to these wires, and the wires... You still can't connect your phone to it. It'll blow up your whole face and your whole, right? So, they get it to another wire. Then it goes to a block. And then the block 
breaks up into littler wires, and then it comes to your house, and then it goes into your walls, and then it gets smaller and smaller and smaller until it goes to that little plug right there. Okay? Now, that's the right amount of electricity that can relate, that can talk, that can connect to this puny little phone. Right? Because anything bigger is going to blow it right up. So it's, it's able to fit. Now i got a problem, because when I tried sticking this into the wall, it didn't work. i got to connect this to that. So then I bought a charger. The charger has one part of it that fits in beautifully, right into this little phone right here. And the other side of the charger fits perfectly into the wall, which has, it doesn't blow anything, it doesn't make a fire, it doesn't do anything. It gives the right drips of electricity that my phone needs to get a charge. And on the other hand, the other side of it goes into the wall, to get its power from the main, to get its power from the block, to get its power from the area, to get its power all the way more and more and more to the nuclear power plant that is giving out a tremendous amount of power and energy to the whole New York City. Hashem knows that for us to connect to Him would be like putting a phone in a, in a nuclear power plant. Connect to God? Connect to God? Are you kidding me? You? Me? We're going to connect to the infinite, the endless... The, how? 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 So God said, you know what? I'm going to teach you how to connect to me. I'm going to write a book. Okay? It's called the Bible. And I'm going to teach you the things that I like. You think God likes it? I'll give me an example. A carbon. So we, we, we basically, we grilled some, we did a barbecue. A big Q. We made a barbecue. And God loves it. You think God is sitting there and going like... Huh? Like the dogs in the cartoons, they start floating in the air, you know, with the scent of the... Why do you think God's like, Hey, who's queuing? Hey, Pesamikdash. Ooh, Isherech Nechech Hashem. It's delicious. It's a delicious, uh, beautiful aroma to God. What, are you kidding me? It's ridiculous. Rashi says on the spot... You know what smells so good? Because I told you to do something, and you did it. When you do the will of God, that's what makes God say, Wow. Why? Because He needs it? God doesn't eat the carbon. He doesn't need the carbon. But you became a God-fearing Jew. You became, you took yourself, and you connected to God by following what He said to do. Tachlis kol Hashem. The purpose of all Torah, we're learning now, there's a purpose. What's the purpose? To connect to God. You're going to go to Avamarav, what's the purpose? To connect to God. Why does it connect you to God? Because God told you to do it. You're going to get up in the morning, you go like this with Moida'ani. Why should I do Moida'ani? Somebody said, why should I do Moida'ani? What's the point? The point was, why I'm enjoying it? Why do I want to get closer to God? Why do you want to get closer to God? What's the best life? Working? even though you have to wear a tie and they're going to give you $100,000 a year, right? But, and you have restrictions, but you're going to willing to wear it, working, or living on $300 a week, and you're not, going to, you're not going to be punished for it. What's the best life? The better life is, the more restrictions we have. So what I was telling you before is, you, you right now, you have a choice. You have a choice. You don't have to keep the Torah at all, or you can keep the Torah if you want to get close to God. Why would you want to get close to God? It's a better life. Harder, but better. Just like, just like, if somebody was going to give you a hundred thousand dollar job, it's going to be harder than what you have now. No doubt about it. It's worth it. If you don't think it's worth it, don't take the job. If you don't think it's worth it, don't be close to Hashem either. 
But if you're going to go ahead and do the restrictions, you're going to follow the Torah, you will feel closer to God, and that feels really good. The purpose of all Torah mitzvahs and Hashem is to comprehend a feeling of closeness, to understand, to feel close to Hashem. Feeling close to God. The Holy Swarm teaches Shakala Mitzvah Hem Kaloshan Azaira Kadish Tarik Eaton. Six hundred and thirteen Eaton. What's an Eaton? A trick. Zaira says these six hundred and thirteen restrictions and trouble and difficulties, responsibilities, you know what it is? It's Aitzis. How do you say Aitzis in English? Ideas. Ideas? Advice. There's one mitzvah in the Torah. Get close to me. And I would have no way of knowing how to get close to God. So Hashem gave us mitzvahs, advice. Okay, do this and do this and do this. You're going to get close to me. The Maral says the same thing. All the 630 mitzvahs are to bring a person to being connected to God. The main work of those people who are thinking about God is one thing. <coughs> How to connect and to be close to God. It says in the end of the Sefer Azikaran, which was written by the Ritva, In our Torah, the goal and the end, the end all, of all of the Isurim, of the things not to do, and all of the mitzvahs, the things that we should do, is one point, Dveikus Bahashem, to get close to, connected to God. And all of these things he's bringing, quoting one after another, are to prove us, like we said in the opening line, who had if I tell you the point is to make a million dollars, and this year you have to make a million dollars, that's the goal. How do I make a million dollars? Oh, I mean, you're going to go here, and you're going to do this, you're going to buy, you're going to sell. That brings you to your goal. The goal of the Torah and the Mitzvah, now you know, is to get close to God. Why do I want to get close to God? Because it's a very good feeling. And living when you feel away from God is a very, very empty feeling. And we don't always realize that. Sometimes we go around 20, 30 years until we realize that. Why am I empty? And then I realize, I don't have God in my life. I don't feel close to God. And therefore, I want to become close to God. But now that I want to become close to God, how do I do it? The way that I do it is by following the book that God wrote of things that He likes and things that He doesn't like. It's very simple, no? If you want to get close to somebody, you follow. if you want to get close to your boss, she tells you, I want you to dress like this, you dress like this. You don't dress like the way she tells you. Okay, maybe you still have a job, but you're not going to get close. You're not going to be the employee of the month, right? If you want to get close to somebody, you do what they want. So Hashem created a whole system of very intricate details so you can continue and grow and grow. If it was all very simple, everybody would get there and that's it. How does someone become a tzaddik, a chacham? How does somebody live their entire life? You know there are rules about how to wipe yourself in the toilet? What religion has that? So the reason that it is, because if it wasn't there, if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. But there are some people that want to be close to God in such a, a way, because they love being close to God, that they, that they don't even want to be in the toilet and not feel close to God. They want to be able to do everything like God. This way they feel like it. Now the truth is, look at your gas tank. When you're an empty, you want to fill up. 
So we fill up 25% close to God, 30%. Somebody can get high, can get addicted to it. A tzaddik says, why do I want to be 40% connected to God and 60% connected to rap? If you really realize that, that this makes me feel better inside, I want it all. So if God made things very simple, everybody would do it, and then you don't really work hard. He made things harder and harder so I can learn. So look how much studying, look how many books there are. So I can dedicate my life for it, because the more you dedicate yourself to it, that is what brings you close to God. The more challenges you have, that is what brings you close to God. The vehicle that brings you close to God is when God gives you a challenge so you can fight and you can prove yourself to Him, and then the reward. Forget about the next world. This world, you feel close to God. Now, everybody close your eyes for one second and think about a person that you know that is truly the happiest person that you know. Not because he's high or faking it. Truly a satisfied, happy, lechtig person. Everybody in your own mind, think of somebody that you know or that you saw who's truly happy. That person, I can guarantee you, is not a drug dealer. He's not doing drugs. He's not hurting people. He's not eating trafe. He's not going against the Bible. Right? Now, let's see. Was I right? If I was right, raise your hand. If I was right with every... Sure? Oh. So what does that mean? When I think of the happiest people, I think of people that are closer to God than me. So, I realize that. Why would I want to stop? Listen to what the Kajnitz Maggot said. The whole purpose of the Torah is only to get close to God. You know the story that this guy came over to Hillel and he said, I want to become a ger. But I'm only going to become a ger if you teach me the entire Torah while I'm standing on one foot. So you know what he told him? What you don't like, don't do to your friend. What you don't like, don't do to your friend. Now, what does that have to do with the Torah? That's only one thing. That's what Leisavit. That you know what Hillel told you? In one shot, Lab, one shot, you want to be close to God? On one, in one second? Whatever's going to damage your relationship to God, don't do. Very simple. Means all Torah. Yeah, because that's don't do something that's going to ruin your relationship with him. That's what it means. That includes the whole Torah because that's what it's all about, right? Come to my house for Shabbos, sitting around a beautiful Shabbos table. Miriam made delicious chulant, and at the table, you pull out your cigarette and you start smoking. I have a better idea. You're at my Shabbos table having a great time, and we're all having a good time. You get up and you pull down your pants. You're going to come to my house again for Shabbos? I don't think so. Hillel told him, he said, you want, to be, you want to become a Gary, you want to know all these books, and the whole shul, and all the Jewish books, you want to know what it means? Don't go against what God wants. You want to find out what God wants? Yeah, read the book. Truth of the matter is, you can probably figure it out on your own. God is a source of goodness, holiness, purity, right? You pretty much know yourself, the things that you would be proud of listening to, or doing, or saying, in front of the source of goodness, purity, and holiness, you can figure it out yourself. That's what he told the Ger. The Idach and the rest of the Torah, besides for this Pirush, is just the explanation of that. Of what? Of don't do things to ruin your relationship with God. 
Heina mitzvah sasei, all the mitzvah sasei, hakol tachlisum l'schavra l'kodesh baruch hu. The purpose of it all is just to get close to God. Heina mitzvah loy sasei, all of the things that you now have to do, all the no-nos. Heina dvarim, those are all things that makalkulim, it's tzchabrusach, behistab kusach, l'kodesh baruch hu. That's because it ruins your friendship and your connection to God. You can't connect to purity with profanity. You can't connect to holiness with desecration. I should have had a whole picture. I could have done a whole nice little rant. You can't connect to the source of goodness with evilness. You can't connect to the source of warmth. That might be pushing the bar. All right. So Nimta, it comes out. Kol Kula, the entire Torah is one thing. love, get friendly, get close to God. God is here saying, I want to get close to you, and I told you how to do it, and you could figure it out on your own. It's not that difficult. And you're saying, eh, I'll give you twenty percent, God. And then you're saying, Well, I feel so empty, but it's so hard. All right, God, you know what? I'm gonna be really good. I'm gonna give you like thirty percent. God is saying, I want, I want you, I want all of you. Nimsa, the whole Torah comes out, the whole Torah is one thing, get close to God. And you know what's included? The things that you need to do to get close to Him, and the things that you're not allowed to do, because, because if you do that, it's going to push you away, and you'll be away from Him. Alright? You see, you're friendly with Zechariah, right? I'm going to tell you things to do, that if you do that, you're going to be close to Him. If you say, you know what, I decided that being close to Him is good for my life, and it could be very good. I know a guy who was in old home. When he left, he ended up moving into a guy's basement because he got friendly with the family. Guy ended up giving him a job in his nursing home. You know what I mean? Unlimited. Maybe he made his wedding. He can adopt your grandchildren. You don't even know where this can take you. And you decide, that's what I want. All right, I'll tell you. I'll help you out. I'll tell you things that he likes when you do. Things that will build a kesher, a connection. And then you'll do stuff and I'll be like, you know that's going to ruin it. So you're ruining it for yourself. That's tonight's lesson. The first lesson of, eventually it's going to be about Shabbos, starts off with the idea of Dveikos, the, the concept, connect to God. How do you connect to God? Find out the things that He wants to do, and find out the things He doesn't want you to do, and you write them down, and you work on them. And I challenge you to the following challenge. And next week, please come in with a small little list. I want you to write down, in your, you can text yourself, you can email yourself, you can put it in your phone. I want you to think of everything that you do. Okay, you don't have to share this with anybody. Everything that you do that you feel ruins your connection to God. And I'm not talking about anything big. I'm talking about the smallest things that you can possibly imagine. You should have 50 things. I'm not talking about big things. I'm not talking about anything... From, from the scale of one to a million of what could be bad, I'm talking, I want, I want the things that you think are the least wrong. Give me the 50 things that are the least wrong that you say that takes brains to realize, hey, that's actually not good for my connection with God. Walking you know, on the walking on the street, <laughs> breathing, <laughs> existing. Listen to this. I went ahead and I realized that in my, I, I filled up my car with the wrong type of gasoline and eventually it ruined my, my insides. You know? We're putting stuff in our system. And then we end up having um, some little fumes or some problems within us that make it difficult for us to retain connection. You know Rabbi Eisenberg? Sure. One of the guys from the school had a brand new Lexus, and they hired this young guy to drive him. He 
they went on the Palisades or something, the guy filled it up with diesel. Diesel. He didn't even fit it. He filled it up. The car didn't even start. $2,000, $3,000 to clean it out. No, the whole... The whole engine. Tank, the whole, no, no but they clean it out. They clean it out. It can cost thousands of dollars. Yeah, whatever. But the right? Was so we want to be close to God, but we're stuff. filling up our stuff with Does diesel. Does it cover that? No. Nope. Oh, no, it's no. got to cover some. It doesn't cover stupidity. But if he's able to afford a Lexus, you're probably able to afford the clean out. Yeah, but the guy probably doesn't work. afford one Lexus. Okay? So that's the thing. I want you to think about yourself and say to yourself, hang on, if I want to get close to God, what am I doing that causes even the slightest amount of... It doesn't mean you have to change it. Just understand what it is. And I'm curious to see what all our answers will be next week. And I'm not talking about big things. The smallest things that you can think of. Okay? That's the challenge. See you next week. Be safe.